Have you ever been scrolling through your newsfeed and you saw a post that made you literally stop your scroll? It caused you to take a longer look at something somebody else had posted? Well, this happened to me recently and I wanted to share why I stopped my scroll and why I decided to share this story with you on the podcast today. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Welcome back, Amplifiers. If you're a return listener, thank you for inviting me to be part of your day. If you're new to me or the podcast, I'm Young Pratt, expert gold mining guide and amplifier of awesome, and it's an honor to have you here with me today. I've become a big believer in sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to life and business. That hasn't always been the case. Back in the days when I ran my brick-and-mortar performing arts school, which I did for 17 years, I would do anything to not share the bad and the ugly in particular. I went to great lengths to keep myself or my real self hidden from my business and from my clients. I never shared my struggles or frustrations out loud. I never showed up fully in who I was inside and embarrassingly, I would often become someone else or act differently in order to fit in with those around me. It wasn't until February 2020 when I discovered human design that I really embraced and started sharing the real me the good, the bad, and the ugly. As I began learning more about my human design and my projectorness and how to best live into my design, it started to become less awkward for me to share the bad and the ugly parts of my business and life with you. Understanding my human design, though, still doesn't stop the fear of sharing the bad and the ugly from rising to the surface. What I've learned in my 20 plus years as an entrepreneur is that when fear arrives and something feels scary, I really need to pay attention to that feeling. I need to explore it. And then if the feeling continues, I really need to push myself to lean in and feel the fear and do the scary thing, which is the opposite of my natural tendency. Because when I feel the fear and something feels hard or scary, it really is a sign that my body, my mind is telling me that I need to explore that in order to grow as a person and as a business owner. Recently, I was on a Zoom call chatting with a prospective client for the second time. It was a follow-up call to discover if we were going to be moving forward together in order to create a strategy for monetizing the content that they were creating. After
after the first call, I sent him some podcast episodes and live videos to listen to so that he and the other owners of the company would get a feel for my values, the way that I teach, along with my personality, because I really wanted them to get to know me. And I really wanted my and I really wanted the content to speak for itself, as it often does when I create it from a place of really wanting to share a lesson and just share transparently with all of you. During this second conversation, he pointed out a couple of phrases that he and his business partners had picked up on when listening to the content that I had sent them. And these phrases really caused them to question whether or not I was actually the right person to help them monetize their content. One phrase in particular really stuck out to them and really they, they jumped to a conclusion that I found not to be true for myself. The phrase that he was referring to was something I said on a live Q&A session. It was a content gold mining Q&A session. And I had had several of you inside my arena of awesome and my those of you listening to the podcast sent me questions to answer on this live. I reached out to a bunch of people, invited them, and I had others just share and ask questions of me that they wanted to know more about. Now, I did something I don't often do, and I grabbed a piece of random paper and scribbled down some of the questions. And wouldn't you know it, I happened to misplace that paper right before or right as I was going live. I had left it downstairs or it was in a different room. I couldn't remember where I had placed the piece of paper. And that phrase that I lost this piece of paper was the phrase and say, uh, this is the wrong person for us because this person obviously is disorganized because she loses paper. On that live Q&A, I shared that bit of myself that I am not great at keeping paper because I'm really making an effort to show up authentically. I'm really making an effort to share my mistakes and my challenges. And one of my challenges actually is losing paper. I know that if I don't take that paper and immediately put it in a digital format in a place where I always have access to it, the likelihood of me remembering where that paper is, is pretty slim to none because it's just something because it's usually random scraps of paper that have no meaning to me. They often get misplaced. And I shared that from the viewpoint of being transparent, sharing my challenges with you, just really demonstrating that I'm a human and I make mistakes and I don't always do the right things because that is just life. But this one phrase for them just stuck out. It really is something that they questioned a lot. Their idea was that in that one phrase that I said, that I couldn't possibly help them because I was disorganized. Now, as somebody who has been recognized for organization in my business, in particular, my brick and mortar business, where I had a lot of employees, a lot of clients, everything was well planned out. Everything was well organized. Things were easy to find. And I took great pride in being able to offer that as part of the services we were delivering every single week inside that school. So when he said this and pointed this phrase out to me, I was honestly taken aback. I felt kind of like being in a classroom as a kid, 
never wanting to be called on in class, yet being called on to answer a question that I didn't actually know the answer to, that feeling of discomfort. I almost felt embarrassed because I had done something wrong. That phrase, when he said that's what stuck out to them, just transported me back to a different part of my life and brought up a lot of feelings that I thought I had moved past, yet obviously I didn't. So I immediately went on the defensive. I was trying to honestly convince them, looking back in hindsight, that's what I was doing. All the while, I had these emotions bubbling up in my gut that I kept squashing down. And rather than saying, you know what, that's okay. If that's your analysis, you're welcome to find somebody else. It's been great getting to know you. Instead, I kept finding myself sticking up for myself and my business and my work and honestly trying to convince them that I was the right fit, even though deep down I knew I was not a good fit. Have you ever experienced that where you felt like you were on the defensive and you were trying to convince someone else to work with you, even though you knew deep down that it probably wasn't going to be a great fit? Yeah, this is not the first time I've actually done this. But I just had all these emotions rise up. And this is the second podcast episode that I've done in regards to this one conversation because it's become such a good learning experiment for me. It's been a good reminder of things that I know to be true that I sometimes forget about. A few days after I had this conversation, I, of course, was thinking about it constantly, trying to think about all the things I could have said or maybe should have said on that call that I just didn't, right? I was kind of ruminating over that because I just was feeling some discomfort around it. And then I saw a post by a member of my Arena of Awesome community, somebody that I've interviewed on the podcast several times, and that is Deb Laflamme from For the Love of Your Biz. I saw a post from her that really made me stop my scroll, and I actually took a screenshot of it, mostly as a reminder to myself. Here is what her post read. Stop trying to convince people to work with you. Instead, create content that attracts them to you. When I read her post, it was literally one of those moments where it was the the palm to forehead moment. In hindsight, when I looked back at that conversation through this lens, I had been trying to convince this client to work with me, even though I knew deep down they weren't a good fit. They didn't really represent my dream client. They hadn't understood the intended nature with which I had shared my challenge with losing the paper. They didn't understand or appreciate my gifts or what I could actually do for them. They simply were not my client. So why had I tried to convince them otherwise? One word. Conditioning. For so long, I was one of those people that wanted people to like me. And again, as I shared previously, at times I even changed who I was, what I wore, how I talked, what I liked, thinking it would help me fit in and more people would like me. I often made decisions ignoring my own needs and wants and focus on what I thought other people would think of me or what other people needed of me. 
I was someone that didn't want to rock the boat. I was scared and terrified, to be honest, to be me, and I never wanted to offend anyone else. Deb's post was such a great reminder that it's okay just to be you, and in being you, the right people are going to be attracted to you. And the reality is that not everyone will like you, and that is okay. It's taken me a long time to be okay with that because as a recovering people pleaser, wanting people to like me and pleasing them runs really, really deep. So when I do the opposite and do things that I want to do or show up in a way that I know is true for myself, I sometimes still have to wrestle with these underlying feelings of not being enough in my own skin not being enough in what I know or what I offer or who I serve. At the end of the day, it's our job to show up authentically and create content that speaks to those that we want to serve and that also serves us in return. In this life, it's our obligation to speak our truth, to be our real selves, and to amplify everything that makes us awesome. Even if that means we don't get hired for a job or hired to do one-on-one work with someone. It is not your responsibility to convince others to like you or to hire you. Those people that need convincing will never become a client of yours or mine. Demonstrating who you are, flaws and all, will go a long way in connecting with your tribe and drawing them closer to you. This, my friend, is an absolute. And I don't often speak about absolutes on this podcast because I really believe everyone needs to find their own way and do things that work for them and that make them feel good. But this lesson today is an absolute that we all need to abolish from our lives Stop trying to convince people to work with you. Instead, create content that attracts them to you or use the content you already have to attract them to you because you literally have a gold mine at your fingertips. And I'm here to guide you to tap into that so that you can create endless streams of income as well as endless assets for posting on social media to draw the right people and attract the right people to you. Convincing someone to do something or invest in someone they don't believe in is a game that you can't win. I can't win it either. Focus instead on serving, sharing your gifts, and amplifying your awesome, even if Not everyone will see or appreciate your awesome. Show up for the people that believe in you and want to learn more from you. Create content that you know your people will love and content that allows you to be who you really are. In this digital economy, there's no room for hiding. There's no room for being wishy-washy. I wish I had learned this lesson years ago. There's no room for accommodating others if that means you have to be someone else to make that happen. Just 
be you. Learn from my mistakes. Learn from your own. Just be you. It's time for the world to see you in all your awesome glory. It's time to embrace your you-ness 100%. It's time to appreciate your own gifts, your superpowers, your weird, so that you can truly and authentically amplify your awesome. If you're ready to amplify your awesome and share it with listeners on my podcast, I have an invitation for you. I'm looking to interview people who are coaches, course creators, consultants, authors. Basically, you are a transformation maker. You're helping people transform something in their lives or their businesses. If that is you, I want to interview you. If you're someone who has a podcast of your own or you want to start one in the future, I want to interview you. If you sell products or services for $1,000 or more, I want to interview you. I want to share your awesome. I want to share your awesome business with listeners of this podcast. If you're still listening and you know you are a perfect fit for who I want to interview on this podcast, or you know someone that would be a good fit for this podcast based on what I just shared, those three criteria, you're a transformation maker, you have a podcast or want to start one, and you sell products or services over $1,000, I want to interview you on this podcast and showcase you and your awesome business to all of my listeners. If that sounds like something you are ready to do, just head over to youngpratt.com slash interview. I'm looking forward to interviewing you right here on my podcast. And don't forget, it's not your job to convince people to work with you. Instead, stand confidently in who you are, how you serve, and allow your awesome to shine through in the content that you share. Until next time, my friend, go out there today and amplify your awesome. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. Let's continue this conversation inside my Facebook community, The Arena of Awesome, while it's still free and open to new members. Come share your biggest takeaways and ahas. Plus, every week inside the arena, you'll get access to me, and I may even share content I don't share anywhere else. Until next time, my friend, go out there today and amplify your awesome.